we're back. Day two. Paul, what do you think about day two? Day two, my feet hurt. <laughs> <laughs> we did, uh, we got in, you know, more than 20,000 steps yesterday. So you got out there today. I was like, hmm, I should have wore more comfy shoes. Yeah. Yeah, you did. No, I was, I was on uh, Team Sneaker since day one. You tried to look more presentable than me. However, I feel like it was a detriment. It was a rookie move. <laughs> <laughs> I knew better. Oh man! Well, hey, right off the right off the top here, let's talk about how we saved you some steps by taking the the Tesla loop, dude. Yeah, so we come out here to a construction trade show, and the coolest thing we see is the uh, Tesla loop. Tell the people what they're missing. Yeah, man, the Vegas loop that uh, the Boring Company made, the Boring Company owned by Elon. It's it's basically a tunnel that goes underneath the convention center, makes a loop. They use Tesla cars that are driven by an actual person. You go. About 40 foot underground, they bring you up to where you need to be, and uh, it, it turns about a 30-minute walk into a two-minute drive. Yeah, it's crazy. It was it really is like a 25-minute walk to go from the South Hall to the West Hall. There's just no good way to go. You just have to go around everything and just go there. It's a long walk. But they had that station, and it was like, hey, you walk out of the West Hall, there's a, a Tesla tunnel. You walk right into it, jump in a car, boom, one minute later. You're at literally like one minute later. You're at the West. It was, it was really cool. Yeah, it's a cool. It's a cool project that we've talked about on the podcast before. The project is in its infancy. Um, the loop around the trade show is the first stage of the project. The project should be mature in about three to five years, and that's going to encompass fifty different stops all around the city of Las Vegas. You know, some of the stops, including but not limited to the airport. Uh, the Allegiant Stadium where the Raiders play, all up and down the Strip, a, a lot of points of interest. And it'll work off an app on your phone, so it'll be just like calling an Uber. Yep. Once, I mean, the airport, I mean, that's going to be a game changer. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because, I'm, you know, you're, you're in a tunnel that goes one way, no traffic jams, none of that, no lights, you're not waiting for anything. Uh, it, it's going to... It's going to cut down on your transit time significantly. Well, anybody that's traveled to Vegas, you know the trip from the airport to wherever your hotel is whether it's on the strip or not like the the back before we had uber the cabbies would just screw you like they would just they would circle all around way around vegas assuming you didn't know where you were going and a 30 dollar cab ride turns into a 60 dollar cab ride and then uber comes along and it's like well this is the route that your guy's going to take and like okay well now it's 35 dollars or 40 dollars so higher than what the cab would have been if he'd have done his job correctly but hey at least i'm not getting screwed know exactly where i'm going but even then, like to go from the airport to to the strip, you have to go around. I mean, it's, you're you're going around, so it's not easy transit. So to go right through, I mean, you're talking because if you can build a tunnel, you can just do it like as the crow flies. You just, just draw a straight line, yeah, to the airport. And so the guy was telling us today that um, I think it'll be done in the next few years. And then the way that you got it set up is like, yeah, it'll be on the app that you could order the ride, but. Hopefully it'll stay like this, but I'll have to have it set up right now. It's, it's a day pass. So the convention center is free, but if you wanted to go to any of the other stops that aren't at the convention center, it's like $3.50, and that gets you rides for the day. Yeah. Yeah, essentially it's like uh, you know you can do the same thing with the monorail that they have. In oh, is it a day now. pass? It's not a— You can buy the day pass. You uh, can buy per trip or you can buy per day. Um, but yeah, the day pass on the Vegas Loop is is certainly the way to go. There's only a couple stops outside of the convention center now, but uh, and the hours are the hours coincide with the convention center schedule. 
Um, but as we were told today, once all of the stops are completed and, you know, the loop itself is completed, they plan for it to be a 24-hour service. Yeah, that'll be cool. Let's talk about something else I saw that kind of really messed with me um, was Kubota is apparently blue. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I, every one of our listeners, or for the most part anyway, when I say Kubota, you're probably thinking an orange tractor, which is which is good. You should um, but their engine division is like a tealish bluish. Tur- no, no, turquoise. The, the corporate. Yeah, that's the corporate color of Kubota. Is like this weird bluish color. But the point is, is like, t- so <laughs> apparently they didn't think those of us in the United States could handle seeing the real color. So thirty. <laughs> so apparently thirty years ago, Kubota changed their color from being that orange, uh, you know, that high vis orange, right, to being this blue and. They just thought it would like hurt the fragile Americans' <laughs> minds, so they never changed us back. We're like that guy, like the the Japanese guy on the island in World War II. Like, is, you know, is the war still going on? Like thirty <laughs> years later, are we still fighting? Like that's us with Kubota tractors. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, yeah. Well, Creso changed their colors, and we walked past their booth three times the other day. Yeah. So, you know, we were we were had yesterday, and we were had again uh, by Kubota being a bluish color instead of orange but we did spend some time at their booth um we talked about uh, hybrid technology diesel, that's, that's diesel the big te- yeah the big technology right? there's what they're doing these engines yeah uh, different fuel sources and stuff and you know it's interesting because when i was an undergrad like i guess 17 years ago now be 17 years ago this year that i remember walking into the ag shop and the professor there at middle tennessee state was actually like one of the first people to put like hydrogen fuel uh, into a car and he if i remember correctly it was like one of the old uh hondas uh the little hatchbacks okay. uh, real quick lightweight little hatchbacks yeah. and he basically put the the hydrogen fuel cell and everything that he'd made he, he basically put it in that hatch mm-hmm. like it was, it was massive and you know he was showing everybody oh you know he had a corvette that he built that ran off the same kind of stuff and he was like yeah the only exhaust is water and i was, I was like man i wonder why Nobody's doing that, and I think everyone's just scared. They're yeah, there's all, a scare tactic. There's there, a scare sure. tactic. People are scared. Like, ooh, hydrogen, and it's going to blow up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he was, this was, and this was 17 years ago, and he had working prototypes then, but now we're seeing it in these uh, big, massive, what were diesel engines that are the same engine block just being converted to a new fuel source. Right, right. Yeah, and, and that's, I mean, as we saw today, that's one of the hot topics or, or buzz terms. So we went to uh, a number of different booths and did some uh, in-person interviews with the people at Kubota. We also went to JCB. They were talking about hydrogen power. We were at Perkins yesterday, and we talked about uh, a little bit today at Kubota about their diesel hybrid pairing. So, yeah, to your point, a lot of different power sources and a lot of people are trying to be as eco-friendly and and as efficient as possible. All of those interviews and booth tours that we took yesterday and today, they'll be available on our YouTube page as and we'll share the link on LinkedIn and all of our other social media platforms. But they're certainly worth going to. A lot of good information. We had a good time. Another really interesting conversation we had today was with Chevron. And they were talking about their greases and they're coming out with this new grease that's calcium sulfonate based and they, you know they're all excited about it and it's like well why why do they care why do they need to change the base of this grease well the reason is because they are looking to the future and they're like you know what all of our greases like our most popular ones they're lithium based right and they're like and all the lithium is going to get eaten up by these batteries for these electric vehicles and they're going to not sell this to us we need to find 
a solution. We need to get ahead of this shortage on lithium. And so they're switching all their greases to a different base. Yeah. A couple of their products actually repel water a little bit better than their lithium-based greases. They couldn't even get the dye into it. Yeah, (laughs) Because it was repelling too good. Yeah, they wanted to make it red, but they're like, nah, (laughs) this looks goofy. We should keep it it brown and call it gold. Yeah. (laughs) So, so yeah, um, believe it or not, we had a, a great conversation with a rep at Chevron about grease and all of you concrete guys out there. Um, they actually came out with a grease that is, is suitable for the industry as, uh, as it repels water better than their standard grease that you're probably using. So, you know, any, anywhere you turn today, you could learn something that's pertinent uh, to the industry. Um, even Bridgestone, we stopped in at Bridgestone and talked about tires um, and you know, they're packing technology into tires. Of all things. Of all things. Yeah. yeah. These these days you can use a magnetic sensor that sticks to your steel wheel that will give you up to the second information on wear, on air air pressure levels, about uh, you know, sensitivity levels, and it'll uh, sense a puncture, it'll sense all kinds of different things that you can use to manage your fleet. So they're they're sticking Bluetooth technology into tires these days. Sticking it into everything, man. Yep, yep. And they also make golf balls, apparently. Um, <laughs> Paul showed up to the Paul showed up to the booth with a Titleist hat on, and all these guys are like, "Whoa, about got ran out the door." Yeah, yeah. The the uh, interview about stopped before it even got going because they make golf balls. They had a driving simulator in the booth. Dude, it was wild. It was a cool booth. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a good time. But uh, I will say that your uh, the energy level that you that you saw, that you took note of yesterday, it was back today. It was back today. It was day two, and it was still just, it was high energy. It's, it's incredible. Yep, people are still going strong. The outdoor exhibits actually got a little bit of sunshine. Oh, so felt bad for them because yesterday it rained all day, and it was just nasty. Today was super windy. It rained all morning, and then it got really windy, and the sun, sun poked its head out, but it's still cold. Like, the wind was cold. It's kind of an odd cold. Normally, we're used to Vegas being pretty warm by the time we hit mid-March. It's actually... A little chilly here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's warmer than it is in other places of the country, but it's not it's not vacation weather. Yeah, this no is means. not vacation weather. But uh, but yeah, hopefully tomorrow is better. Tomorrow is probably like the last real day for most showgoers. Usually they make you it think a, so? a Tuesday into Thursday deal. Yeah, I, w- I would imagine by Thursday night a lot of people. Yes, things here. run into Saturday. There's there's people here that's been here since like last Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Oof. People are gonna make this a six to seven day event if you're here there's, from start to finish. You can't do Vegas that long. No, <laughs> I just like there's no way. No, after about three days, it turns into Groundhog Day, and it's just man, there's I got to get out of here. Yeah, but uh, no, I mean, I'll you know pour one out for the for the poor souls that have to man the booth for four or five days straight. That's that's tough. Yeah, we saw some of those uh, members of the Blue Army just soldiering on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, we'll we'll give y'all a wrap up a wrap up episode when we get home. Uh, beginning in next week, we'll have that out, and we'll bring Joey Bell on the podcast so he can uh, ask us questions and. Um, basically be the perception of the person that didn't go. Um, but after our day two wrap-up here, what are your what are your thoughts on the show? I am impressed. I've been impressed from the moment we stepped foot on the site, from the time you got checked in to the quality of the booths, to the quality of the people, to the high energy, to the Tesla loop. Everything's been really well done. I'm just really impressed. That's, that's the first word that comes to mind. It's very impressive. Yeah, no, they, they definitely brought it. They brought it this year, and it was a good welcome back from, you know, the previous one that happened right as COVID was happening. Some, they some shut business, it down. Yes, yeah, they shut it down early, 
some businesses and companies didn't even come. Volvo pulled out the yeah. week before we heard, and then yeah, and then they shut it down because so many people were getting like super nervous. Yeah, it's yep. mid March of 2020. That's yeah, that was a weird time. It was. It was, <laughs> it was very unsettled times. Very, very unsettled and, times. Yeah, people were on were on heightened alert back then as well. But uh, they came back with a vengeance and uh, definitely made it count. We've had a great show so far, and I know a lot of people share that same sentiment. Yep, and we'll come back with a vengeance as well. So next week we'll have a wrap-up. We've also got another interview that's ready for the audio-only podcast. We'll have a lot of video stuff going out, so check out our YouTube, LinkedIn. Uh, we're going to have stuff just populating left and right. All right, yeah, well said, man. That's a, that's a good way to close it. A lot of content coming at you, so until then, you all be good.